0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with
1: Viator. The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn, with songs by the King's Men and music by Billy Mills Orchestra. The show opens with Blow, Gabriel Blow. Day set aside to mark the friendly relationship and active cooperation of the 21 nations of North and South America. We salute those allies and friends. More power to them. By the way, did you know that one of the chief ingredients of Johnson's wax and Johnson's blowcoat comes from South America, from Brazil? Yes, one of the principal exports from Brazil to this country is carnauba wax obtained from the carnauba palm tree. In Johnson's products, this is skillfully blended with other ingredients to produce a polish that gives long-wearing protection and greater beauty to your floors, furniture, and linoleum. So every time you polish these with Johnson's wax products, you not only protect them and save yourself work, but you also contribute to the mutually beneficial trade between this country and Brazil. coincidence, it's April in Westful Vista, as it is in so many other places. And this is the day of the spring festival and parade. There's a tradition that all parades must be led by a man on a white horse. And Mr. McGee is the only man in town who owns a white horse. Guess who's going to be Grand Marshal? And here at the costumers, waiting to get their parade outfits, we find Fibber McGee and Molly!
2: So you've definitely decided on wearing a western costume, McGee,
3: Absolutely. Looks swell, too. Me and a sombrero and chaps and and this silver-mounted western saddle. I got a silver-mounted bridle for Lillian, too.
2: Well, (laughs) that won't fool anybody, McGee. Hmm? Lillian is too fat to look like a cow pony. (laughs) She's more cow than pony.
3: Don't worry. She'll look western, all right. Why, she's even got a brand on her left hip.
2: Since when? Since last night.
3: I done it with indelible ink.
2: Well, what's your brand, partner?
3: C bar F.
2: C bar F, huh?
3: Yep. In honor of Uncle Dennis. C bar F. Confirmed bar fly. (laughs) And when I ride. Excuse me, can I help you in any way?
2: Yes, you can use your influence, if any, and cancel this whole parade.
3: (laughs) She's kidding, bud. (laughs) We're leading the festival parade today, and we want to rent some costumes. I see. Will you be riding on one of the floats?
2: I will. McGee will be floating on one of the rides.
3: (laughs) He's still kidding. I'm riding my white horse, bud. Uh, In that case, a suit of armor might be rather effective. Say, it might at that. How would I be as a knight, Molly?
2: Well, I think the combination of a knight and a mare would be too appropriate, dearie. (laughs) You better go western.
3: Okay, you got any western outfits, bud? Oh, indeed we have, sir. Uh Now, let me see. You'll need chaps and boots, vest, checkered shirt, scarf, and a ten-gallon hat. Uh, What hat size, sir? A seven. Oh, I'm afraid we haven't got a size 7 in a 10-gallon hat.
2: Well, uh, give him one 5-gallon hat and one 2-gallon hat. That's 7.
3: <laughs> it's very amusing, madam.
4: Yeah.
3: However, I can get one from our east side branch. Yeah. I think. Swell. Send that western outfit out to Fibber McGee, 79 Wistful Vista, will you, bud? Right away? Uh, Yes, sir. And now what kind of a costume for the lady?
2: Uh Oh, so you two lads have finally got around to me. Well, now, isn't that sweet?
3: Uh, How about a beautiful Juliet costume, madam? Uh, Gold spangles, gold slippers, little Juliet cap with sequins. Quite charming. Oh, sounds good to me, Molly. I love dresses with sequins down the back.
2: (laughs) Oh, I don't know, dearie. I don't think I'm quite the Juliet type. The only balcony scene I ever made was when I dropped my purse on a man's head at the Bijou Theater.
5: Uh, How about a little Bo Peep costume, madam? A cotton pinafore, a picture hat, ballet slippers, and a crook. What was that, bud?
2: (laughs) Nothing personal, dearie. A crook is one of those long button hooks that shepherds carry. Didn't you ever herd sheep?
3: Why, sure I've heard sheep. They go, bang.
4: <laughs>
3: What's that got to do with him calling me names? Uh, a he... crook is merely the term
6: for a sheepherder's staff, sir. You see, in herding sheep... Never mind,
2: you... I'll explain it to him later. Just send the Bo Peep costume out with his things.
6: Yes, yeah, certainly, madam. I'll make up the costumes immediately. So well, you... I guess that's all,
3: Molly. Boy, this is going to be fun. I can hardly wait till... Oh, oh look who's just come in. Uppington.
2: Is she in this parade, too?
3: I wouldn't be surprised. She's probably riding on a float for the loyal order of moose.
2: Well, how could she? She doesn't belong to
3: them. Well, I ain't sure of her loyalty, but she sure built on the order of a moose. <laughs> In fact, that old moose... Oh, hi, Eppie. Oh,
2: how McGee. How do you do, my dear? Hello, Abigail. Don't tell me you're riding in this parade, too. Oh, indeed I am, my dear. The women's club has a float entered, and I am riding on it as Paul Revere.
3: Oh, Paul Revere. Well, looky here. Oh, boy.
2: Isn't that wonderful?
3: I shall wear shoes with silver buckles, white stockings, ruffled breeches, and a three-cornered hat. Oh, that's funny. When I was a kid, I wore just the opposite, a ruffled hat and three-cornered breeches. <laughs> you? Oh, you do say the wittiest things. <laughs> but tell me, what costumes
2: are you wearing? <laughs> well, uh, McGee is wearing a cowboy's outfit, and I'm going as little Bo Peep. We've got a sulky all decorated with paper flowers, and Lillian will pull the sulky with McGee on her back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how utterly delightful. Yeah. I imagine Mr. McGee will look very dashing as a cow striker.
3: <laughs> puncher, Uppy, cow puncher.
2: Oh. And when I get into that outfit, I'll be. Better... Oh, my gosh. What's the matter, dearie? Oh. Are you ill? Oh, good heavens, how pale he is. Oh, sit down, Mr. McGee. No,
3: no, no, no I'm all right, girls. I I, I I, just thought of
2: something. Well, heavenly days, it can't be that bad. What is it?
3: Uh, uh, wait a minute. Uh, hey, Bud, uh, come here a minute. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, did you wish to speak to me, Mr. McGee? Yeah, c- come here a minute. A look, uh, yes. Oh, yes, sir. Indeed, they do. Ah, oh, boy. Is that a load off my mind?
2: Oh, but what, what was it, Mr. McGee? Really, I have never seen anyone look so perturbed. What do you want to know, McGee?
3: Well, no. I was just checking up. Them cowboy chaps I'm going to wear, they're, they're awful open in places.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if cowboys wore pants under them or not. They do. <laughs> well, come on, Molly. I'll see you later, Paul. <laughs> hey, Bye. Did you get the sulky all decorated? Yes,
2: I did, McGee. And if I never see another paper petunia, it'll be too soon. Did you curry Lillian?
3: Yes, I did. And she's as nervous as a cat. Ah, but I like a horse with spirit. I hope she acts kind of skittish in the parade.
2: Well, I don't. Hmm? Remember, I'll be right behind you in that oversized go-kart. And don't go showing off your horsemanship.
3: <laughs> don't worry. I know how to ride. Someday, you know what I'm going to do?
2: Certainly, but what's a little fall off a horse? <laughs>
3: Someday I'm going to teach Lillian to kneel down when I mount and dismount. I knew a guy that taught his horse that once. Just touched him on the foreleg with his riding crop and the horse had kneeled down. <laughs> ah, poor old Hank.
2: Why poor old Hank?
3: He was riding through a creek one day and a floating stick hit his horse on the knee. <laughs> the horse knelt down and poor old Hank got drowned. It. I haven't seen him since.
4: <laughs>
3: hey, ain't it about time our costumes got here? It's almost... That must be them now. Come in.
7: You you
2: cowhands, order some western clothes Hey, now don't make so much noise, Mr. Oldtimer You don't have to come bursting in here You're like a hop-along casserole
3: That's Cassidy, Molly
2: Oh, excuse me, Mr. Cassidy
7: Don't mention it, daughter Hey, I ain't Cassidy He means hop-along, is Cassidy Oh
3: You got my western outfit there, oldtimer? Oh, yeah, thanks very much Don't
7: mention it, Johnny What you gonna do with
3: it? Run away from home and join the
7: Texas Rangers?
3: (laughs) Nope, I'm going to be Grand Marshal this afternoon, old-timer. Going to put a saddle on Lillian and ride her in the parade.
7: Well, I'm glad that's all there is to it, kids. I was afraid Johnny was really going out west. Pretty dangerous life out there.
3: What's dangerous about it?
7: Well, my papa's out there near Dallas and he's been laid up now for three weeks with blisters all over the palms
2: of his hands. Uh, well, what on earth happened to him?
7: Works on a dude ranch out there, daughter, yeah. and in the evening by the campfire, he had to sing deep in the heart of Texas so often he clapped his hands into a pulp.
3: If he was such a success, they should have held him over. The campfire. The <laughs> campfire. But that ain't the way I hear
7: it. The way I heard it, one feller says to t'other feller,
4: <laughs>
7: You saving enough out of your living expenses to buy United States war saving stamps? Nope, says t'other feller. Nope, says the first feller. Nope, says t'other feller. I'm just saving enough out of my war saving stamp money for living expenses. Praying, kids. I'll be on the roof of the first national bank building.
2: Oh, say now, wait a minute. They huh? tore that building down last week, Mister Oldtimer.
7: What? They did. <laughs> Much obliged, daughter. By Cracky, you saved me a nasty fall. <laughs>
3: Well, here's the costumes, Molly. We we better be getting dressed.
4: All
2: right, and I hope I won't feel too silly in little Bo Peep costume.
3: Oh, you look cute. Personally, I'm going to get a great kick out of masquerading as a four-bit cowhand.
2: A four-bit cowhand? Yeah, that's a half a buckaroo.
3: Oh. <laughs> now let me see. First the boots. Hey, look, they sent me women's boots. These have got high heels.
2: Go on. <laughs> All cowboys wear high-heeled boots, foolish?
3: They do. I wonder if they paint their
1: toenails, too. <laughs> Maybe if I slip them over on... New... Hello, folks. Say, is it true that you're leading the parade this afternoon?
3: That's
2: right, Mr. Wilcox. McGee's going to ride Lillian, and I'll ride in the sulky behind them. I'm
3: wearing a cowboy outfit, Harlow. I'll wave my lorgnette at you as I ride by. Your what? My lorgnette. You know, the rope that us cowboys use to lasso cows... At... <laughs>
2: That's a lariat, McGee. Huh? A lorgnette is a pair of glasses on a stick that society ladies look through when they don't want to recognize somebody they know.
1: Well, besides, Pipper, you won't wave at me. I'm in the parade, too. You are? You playing in the Drummond Bugle Corps? <laughs> no, the Johnson's Wax people have entered a float in the parade.
2: Really, Mr. Wilcox? What kind of a float is it?
1: It's allegorical. Hey, that's a marvelous idea, Harlow. Where'd you get the alligators? <laughs>
2: McGee, you're awfully dense today. Allegorical means symbolic.
1: Yes, our float symbolizes modern housekeeping. Shall I describe it? Can we stop it? No. (laughs) That's what I thought. Go ahead. Well, the whole float is a giant replica of a container of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. On one side, a banner says no rubbing, and on the other side, no buffing.
2: Isn't that wonderful?
1: Say, wouldn't it be cute to have a little boot black with a bath towel in one hand and a shoe in the other? Meaning what? It shines as it dries. No. Okay. Then we have a beautiful girl dressed as a chic little housewife. Dressed to go out to the movies or shopping or somewhere. Mm -hmm. We got a professional model for that. But who'd you get to take the part of the chic?
2: McGee. Mm -hmm. What makes you so dumb? He meant chick. That's French for ducky. Mm.
1: (laughs) Certainly. Then then in the back, there's a huge alarm clock with the minute hand pointing to 20. Meaning the glow coat dries to a mirror-like polish in 20 minutes or less. Of course, the whole floor of the float is covered with a beautiful, gleaming linoleum. Oh. No kidding, it's going to be a very effective float. Uh, but what are you going to do, hollow I'm going to drive it. You mean you're going to drive it and play the cymbals at the same time? Who said anything about playing the cymbals? You said it was symbolic, didn't you? <laughs> oh, for Pete's sake. It's no wonder they asked you to lead the parade. You can't even follow an idea. <laughs> hmm.
3: What's he getting so fine-haired about?
2: Well, now he thought you were making fun of him. You know, don't forget, he takes his work very seriously.
3: I know that. Any guy that has his bedroom ceiling covered with linoleum so it's the last thing he sees at night and the first thing in the morning <laughs> has got my deep Hey, didn't that costume company send me a sombrero? Of
2: course they did. It's over there by the wastebasket.
3: Which one is the wastebasket?
2: The one with all the tissue paper in it is the hat.
3: Oh... <laughs> How's it look on me, Molly?
2: Well, frankly, dearie, you look like a grasshopper under a mushroom. <laughs> no wonder cowboys always sing such lonesome songs. What do you mean? Well, with a hat like that, nobody can get near them.
3: <laughs> oh, you just ain't used to it. The reason that... I... Come in.
2: Oh, hello there, Mr. Mayor.
3: Oh, hi, La Trivia. What goes? I beg your pardon? What's pretty in the city? What fries with the guys?
2: <laughs> what do you know that ain't so? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so slangy, McGee. What he means, Mr. Mayor, is what's cooking.
5: Well, I see, I see (laughs) I'm afraid I'm not quite up on the modern idiom Who's a modern idiom? Now
2: you look here. Oh, just a minute
5: Just a minute, please I just wanted to be sure you were familiar with the route of the parade
2: Well, I think we are But maybe you better run over it again to make sure, Mr. Mayor If you have time,
5: Uh I'll take time Though I have been so busy making my belt buckle speech at different places I haven't been able to devote much thought to this parade What do you mean, belt buckle speech, Latrivia? About our war effort, McGee I talk to people in offices and factories and schools. I tell them that if we expect our boys to belt those Japs over there, we have to buckle down and work over here.
2: Good.
5: The whole purpose of my talks, of course, is to make people realize that this war won't be won simply by giving up two golf balls, a new inner tube, and a teaspoonful of sugar. (laughs) This thing involves everything we have and everything we are. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And by George, if a nation of freedom-loving mechanical geniuses can't smack the kimonos off a gang of little thieves who couldn't invent a dollar watch on their own, we're not the people I think we are, and I think we are. Excuse me, I uh, I didn't mean to make a speech here. <laughs> now, uh, about the route of this parade, uh, we start at 14th and Oak Street. And go east? No, we go west, young man. <laughs> we go west to Maple, then ten blocks south to McKinley.
2: I thought we went south to Adams.
5: Uh, no, no, McKinley. Then east to Washington, north to Monroe. Uh, don't you mean Madison? No, Monroe.
2: How can we go north to Monroe? It's an east and west street.
5: My goodness, is it? Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, yes, I don't know what... Oh, but I merely said we go north to Monroe, not on it. Oh, then we don't go on Monroe. No. Yes, you do too. <laughs> north on Washington to Monroe, and
3: then. Well, I to...
2: still don't know how we can go north on an east and west street.
3: Well, for that matter, if we go west on Adams, which is a north and south street, we'll wind up on an east and west street, which will be Washington going east, and it's a one-way street going west. How do you explain that,
5: Latrivia? I didn't say we went west on Adams. I yeah. said Washington was. <clears throat> I mean, if the freight goes north to Monroe, you... I mean Adams. Now, wait a minute. If we go east on Madison...
2: You mean south.
5: South on Madison. No, east on Madison. Then west to... uh, Quincy. uh, West to Quincy. Oh, wait a minute. No. Who said anything about Quincy? Molly did just now. Well, we don't go to Quincy. Quincy is way down on the south side.
2: Well, how on earth did we get clear down there? (laughs) if we go south on Monroe... We don't
5: go south on Monroe. We go west on Monroe. I mean east. No, I mean south. I mean if we take Washington to Adams, we... Take it anywhere way you want to. <laughs> and
6: don't bring it back!
1: The king's men
6: singing, keeping our big mouths shut. This is no time for idle chatter. Chatter, chatter, chatter. This is no time to go and blab. Blah, blah, blah. This is not the time to whisper. This is the time to stow the gaps a nice friendly chap but he might tell a jack with a radio set in his hut so watch out what you say we can help out this way keeping our big mouth shut don't forget pretty eyes could be winking at spies while you're dancing and singing hot suck don't go dish in the dirt just be on the alert Keepin' our big mouth shut Keep it shut, keep, keep it shut. shut, keep it shut We've got a brand new slogan So keep it on your mind For the slip of a lip Might sink a big battleship The sailor boys of yours and mine So don't be gossipy Joe Bragging about what you know Keep old Adolph clear off of his nut We can help Uncle Sam And stay out of a jam Don't you whisper and tell Don't you tattle and yell Don't go out on the corner and strut We won't have any jinx If we be like the Sphinx Keeping our big mouths shut Keep it shut, keep it shut, keep it shut You say you'd like chin music Then buy a piccolo chum and begin But when you meet with a chap Who wants to shoot off his trap Button up his lip and grin don't be gossipy, Joe, bragging about what you know. Keep old off clear off of his nutty. We can help Uncle Sam and stay out of a jam. Keeping our great big fun.
3: Well, how do I look in my costume, Molly? Like an old cow hand from the Rio Grande?
2: <laughs> no, you look more like a jockey from old Milwaukee. <laughs> Why the rubber boots? Is that a western effect?
3: Oh, them cowboy boots hurt my feet. <laughs> Besides, they got those high heels, and I kept falling over on my face.
2: Oh, that's bad.
3: <laughs> Say, you look swell in that little bo peep dress, Molly. You really think so? Yeah, do you? honest. Very becoming. One of the cutest little. Oh, dear. No. Come
2: in. Oh, hello, Mr. Wimple.
8: Hello, folks. Hello.
3: <laughs> Can't talk to you very long, I'm afraid, Wimple, old man. We're leading the big parade this afternoon, you know.
8: Yes, I know, Mr. McGee. I asked Sweetie Face if I could go downtown and watch the parade, and she said yes if I got my work done in time.
2: What work, Mr. Wimple?
8: Oh, she has me washing the windows today, Mrs. McGee.
3: Well, that shouldn't ought to take very long, Wimple.
8: It does when I do it her way with a piece of wet cotton on a toothpick.
2: on earth is
8: the idea of that? Punishment, Mrs. McGee. Just punishment. I was naughty this morning. Were
3: you really, wimp? What'd you do, sneak out and inhale a cube,
8: No, Mr. McGee. At breakfast this morning she told me to eat all the crust off my toast or I wouldn't have curly hair. And when she turned her back, I made a face at her.
2: Well, uh, that was safe enough,
8: wasn't it? (laughs) That's when I thought Mrs. McGee. But she saw my face in the coffee pot. And then what? Then I saw the coffee pot in my face.
2: Oh, dear. (laughs) Oh, you poor lad. Was the coffee hot?
8: That's what Sweetie Face asked me afterwards, and I said I didn't think it was so hot this morning, and that started it all over again.
3: Well, it's too bad you won't be able to see the parade, Wimp. It's going to be pretty impressive.
8: Oh, I'm sure it will be, Mr. McGee, but maybe I can see it sometime in the newsreels.
2: Well, I hope so. At least your wife lets you go to the movies now and then, doesn't she?
8: Yes, on very rare occasions. I haven't been for quite a while now, though. You haven't? No. My, wasn't Ben-Hur wonderful the way he drove that train? (laughs) But I mustn't keep you any longer. You only have a half an hour before the parade starts.
2: Yes, I'm sorry we have more time to talk, Mr. (laughs) Wimple. Drop in again soon some evening, won't you? Thank
8: you, Mrs. McGee. I'll try to, though I'm usually pretty well tied up evenings. Doing what? Oh, just lying there, tied up. (laughs)
2: Poor little fella. <laughs> you know, someday he's going to revolt, and I hate to think what'll happen then.
3: So do I. She'll kill him. <laughs> He's one of the most hen Hey, look what time it is. got to get going.
2: Oh, heavenly days, I'll say we have. Run out and hitch Lillian up to the sulky, McGee. Are
3: you okay? No, you run out and hitch her up, Molly. i, I got to fix this scarf around my neck. What's
2: the matter with it? It looks very western to me. It's,
3: it's too loose. It tickles my neck. I'd be a fine parade marshal, riding along, giggling and snickering. Well,
2: all right, but hurry up now. And if I need any help with the harness, I'll call you, dear.
3: Okay. i better practice walking bowling it, too, while I'm at it. Say, I'll bet cowboys play a wonderful game of leapfrog. Maybe I could promote a team No, oh, now for the... Come in Hi, mister Oh, hello, sis Now, now look, I haven't got time to talk now I'm marshal of the parade And I got to get going in just a minute Hmm? I says I'm marshal of the parade And I got to get going
2: How far do you have to march, mister? How far do you?
3: I don't have to march or march I ride my horse
2: Oh, well, if you don't have to marsh, why do they call you Marshmallow?
3: That's a silly question, sis. Just because they call a fish Perch, that don't mean he has a canary sitting on his back. Why? Why what? Hmm?
2: Huh? I bet they don't either.
3: You bet they don't what?
2: Hmm?
3: I says what that... Now, look, sis, will you do something for me?
2: Is there any compensation in it, mister? Hmm?
3: What do you mean, compensation? No. Why, you
2: little... <laughs> Yes. Yes,
3: there is. I'll give you a dime.
2: All righty. What do you want me to do?
3: Take a pair of shoes downtown for me. Okay. Where are they? You got them on. <laughs> Goodbye, sis. <laughs> it's a dirty trick, but justified under the circumstances. Now, let me see. Where's my... Here's my sombrero. Oh, my... yeah. My gun. A cartridge belt. (laughs) Uh, Guess that's everything. Hey, is that you, Molly?
2: Yes, dearie, it's me. Uh And I'm all ready to go. Fine. You better call the taxi.
3: Taxi? What taxi?
2: The one we're riding in, in the parade.
3: Hey, what's the matter with you, Molly? We're riding Lillian.
2: Oh, no, we're not. What? Why not? Lower your voice, dearie. Huh? Lillian has just become a mother. (laughs) Bibber and Molly will be back in just a moment.
1: Thousands of women all over the country have already signed the Consumer's Pledge sponsored by the government's consumer division. If you haven't seen one, this is how the pledge reads. I will buy carefully. I will take good care of the things I have. I will waste nothing. The makers of Johnson's Wax are very proud that their products can play a part in helping you keep this very worthy pledge. An easy way to take good care of the things you have is to protect your floors, furniture, and woodwork with regular applications of Johnson's Wax. In fact, there are over 100 protective uses for this famous wax polish in your home. Wax your windowsills, your Venetian blinds, shoes, luggage, refrigerator, metal furniture, and all chrome surfaces. You'll find Johnson's Paste or Liquid Wax, equally good for all these purposes. Paste or liquid, it's the same fine product, and in either form, it's very easy to use.
2: Go out and see Lillian's new baby.
3: Yeah, cute little cuss, ain't he? Did Uncle Dennis see it?
2: No, but I ran up and told him. Oh,
3: what'd he say? He
2: said, what color is it? And what'd you say? I said, black and white. And what'd he say? Make mine the same. (laughs) Good night. Good night, all.
4: This
1: is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson Wax Finishes for Home and Industry, inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Tonight, this program came to you from Hollywood. This is the National Broadcasting
4: Company.